When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Who's under there? I wonder. I want to know what I can't see. Who's under there? I want to talk about this and save Who's under there? I wonder. I want to know what I can't see. Who's under there? I want to talk about this and save Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Mass Singer Rahapa podcast. We're here to talk about episode six. Unlike the Mass Singer, we're not in a time warp. We are right here in the present. Excited to get to talking all about Group A and their road to the semifinals here. I'm your host, Puya the Coffee Bean Zanbikili, ready to go. And with me, as always, my partner in all the things, it's Liana the Teabag Boris. Liana, how are you doing today? I, I'm doing okay. Um, you know, feeling, feeling a little bit under the weather, a little, little, little headache, but you know what will cure all illnesses? The mass singer. So, you know, the vaccine, who needs it? Maybe Jenny was on to something. All you need is the mass singer. Oh God, please, please say you're kidding right <laughs> off the gate. So no one I'm thinks kidding, you're being I'm serious. Kidding, I'm kidding. Okay. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm excited to be here. This is going to be a fun one, I think. I think we've gotten the last wild card of Group A at least now. So Group A is going to stay the same now. No, no new additions. Hmm. Um. Wait. After, like, after this? Yeah, because there's only one other wild card remaining, and that's going to be on Group B, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. I got a little confused. There was like a promo in the middle and it was kind of unclear. Like they, I don't know. I it was unclear if they were talking about like, this is the last wild card ever or like the last wild card for this group. So I guess that makes sense if the beach ball goes to group B. There's only one, there's only one wild card left. Yeah. So it's going to be yeah. the beach ball and that's going to go to group B. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Beach ball. Right. Well, we're not going to talk about beach ball today. We're going to talk about the no group A wildcard and the other four contestants that were vying for a spot in what they're calling the semifinals, <laughs> but then they're going down to four. And okay. we know the next episode after that isn't the final. So choices. 
Yeah, I, this felt 100% like, you know, in that community episode where all of a sudden there's the Glee Club and they're like, we have to make it to regionals. Yeah, we're so excited to make it to like, you know, whatever. State yeah, finals. all the levels. Yeah. yeah, it just felt like that. It was all of a sudden out of nowhere. It was like, yeah, and then we got to make it to semifinals. And if we work really hard, we can make it to regionals. <laughs> I just like, okay, sure. Like, I, I again, I, I don't know, just to your mm-hmm. point, what, how four people means semifinals because then I guess unless they eliminate two people somewhere maybe the finals for oh you know what maybe that's what it is maybe the finals oh yeah that would be four people and then three yeah three people in the final for group A and they eliminate two oof that is brutal I hate that you think it could be that I mean that makes sense but I don't like it I don't like eliminating two of your best performers at the end in one episode yeah, that's tough. Then it's like, why not just take it to six? And then, well, anyway. I mean, we anyway. can sit here and logic our ways into it 15 yeah, yeah, ways, fine. and they're still going to take the illogical route, sadly. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially but, when it's time travel night, so. Hey, hey time warp night or time travel. Oh. Listen, this was weird. Okay, so the episode starts with Ken Jong's secret lair, and he has made a time machine, and he's going to go into the future and figure out who all the unmasked people are and, and you know, be the winner. The show keeps getting weirder by every episode to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... It felt like they started with this idea of, okay, we're going to do themes. Yeah. And we'll have date night and we'll have, and then they kind of got to the end of the list. And they're like, crap, what are we going to do? Uh, no, there's no bad ideas in brainstorming. Uh, time travel? Like, sure. Why not? Let's hop on a DeLorean and make this thing work. Actually, I thought it was just equally as silly potentially as the other ones. I've just sort of, you know, you get to the point where you're like, it's Mass Singer, of course, we're, of course, we're doing time travel. The one thing I did like is I liked the little men in black when they would go back to get the time machine clue. And oh, then they would they come, come out of the looking all, portal. all frazzled. That was like so stupid, but so funny. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the show has recognized that it's the silliest show in all the land. So yeah. that's good. Um, yeah. However, it gets a little lost in the shuffle for me, stuff like that. Cause then I'm like, what am I supposed to focus on? I, I didn't even realize really that they were doing themed stuff until like mid last year. I was like, Oh, so every episode you're really going in on this one theme. But then, you know, they were like, yeah, this week all the performers are stuck through time and they're going to be performing some throwbacks. I was like, wait, as opposed to last week when they were doing throwbacks anyway. And this week where, what is throwback? Like clearly someone did an Ariana Grande song that's like from four years ago. Is that a throwback at this point? Is that too soon? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I was also confused about that. I thought there was going to have to be some type of time, like, uh, you know, it's got to be at least a song Thematic. 10 years old or so, yeah, something, right. something like that. Because uh, yeah, like American Idol would do stuff like that, right? They'd be like, it's the 80s week. And then everyone's right. performing 80s tunes. But the, they never do that here. It's just like. We're just gimmicking this up for the clues and then that's it. Yeah, it's it's just a theme to make it exciting, which I mean, it's fine. I don't really I don't feel like I need it, although it is funny to see whatever the theme is going to be. I have to give the Mass Singer credit because I don't remember my initial thought on the wild cards. Probably upset about it because that just seems to be my MO sometimes. I think the wild card twist is the best twist Mass Singer has had, like hands down. Thousand percent. Because it, it keeps it interesting. We don't have to deal with contestants that probably wouldn't make it very far anyway, so that we don't have these people that it's like, 
yeah, they're fine. You know, they're not like bad, but, um, but we get to like still introduce them, have some fun with one or two episodes, see the people who are really good, give more performances. So I just want to, I just want to mention that because I was thinking about it earlier this week that I think the wild cards love it. I hope they keep it. Yeah, I think honestly, the only way where a wild card twist is going to be annoying is if, for example, this week, the last wild card was the White Tiger and now the White Tiger's in the semifinals because they're not going to eliminate the White Tiger the first night that the White Tiger performs. But mm-hmm. other than that, I think it's a slam dunk. We're getting constantly new clue packages, new vault guesses being put in as we go along. I like that because I think one of the complaints that I have heard during an early earlier seasons of Mass Singer was, well, by the third episode, I know who everyone is. So where's the entry? And mm-hmm. this keeps that alive because at the very least, there's always like we're down what episode eight now. And there's, you know, two performers that are performed once and you still don't quite know who they are. So it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all for it. All for it. So we're all for it. But let's move on and talk about some of these performances from the night. It's time warp night. What did you think actually before we go there? What did you think about all the costumes that the um, judges decided to put on? It was basically Halloween themed. It felt like. Oh my god! It was like yeah, everybody looks pretty normal, or everybody's like wearing a costume, and then Robin Thicke just put on some glasses. Like he for sure just had that outfit. Um, but <laughs> you know, I I I wanted it. I wanted them to like pick a night, like again, pick eighties night or something, and then everybody kind of stick with that. It felt a little bit all over the place. Was Ken even wearing a costume? He was just wearing Ken, a jacket. Yeah, Ken's Chiron was that he broke the time machine, so his costume oh, was a failure. Okay. <laughs> I see. Gotcha. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, and then uh, uh, Jenny was her prom self and Nicole was her pussycat doll self. So throwbacks mm-hmm. there for sure. Mm-hmm. Now, the first performer out the gate, we're going to go strong. Nick Cannon, a.k.a. Michael Jackson, um, decides to introduce us to a new performer, Liana. The soft serve costume mm-hmm. comes on stage sings poorly it's leslie jordan we already knew this because we talked about it last week but i'll say this right out the gate i kind of didn't even notice leslie jordan there most of the night like it it was a nothing nothing spot for me from leslie jordan no offense (laughs) i mean he's just like this sweet little adorable like tiny gay human and so there's something just like very sweet about him but i was i actually was thinking more about why the heck he was on the show in the first place did we ever figure that out? The only thing I could find is that apparently he released a gospel album um, with like, but with duets with legit people like Dolly Parton, Chris Stapleton, Tanya Tucker, oh. Brandi Carlisle. It like seems to be legit, which I thought was very interesting. So that was the only thing I could think of, but I, yeah, I mean, it was fine. Yeah. They didn't plug anything. So I don't think there was any like, Oh, this is a reason we need to bring you out. It was more of yeah. a, we booked Leslie Jordan. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Yeah, or maybe he was like, yeah, I love the mass Singer. Let me come on. Oh, yeah, because he didn't promote anything. Like, no TV shows, no nothing. But no, maybe not just, that I remember. Honestly, it could have been a situation where it's like, oh, yeah, people will Google him and then it'll be fine, which is exactly what happened to me. <laughs> remember that one episode of mass Singer? And I don't remember which season it was, but there was someone in the audience who was a celebrity and they had, she had a show coming, debuting on Fox. I don't remember who the celebrity was. And I don't remember what that show was, but I have a feeling it's not on the air at this point. Oh, yeah, it was. But it was weird because they weren't a guest. They were in the audience. Yeah, that was weird. I don't remember that either. But I I mean, yeah. I remember the event, but I don't remember the person or the show. 
not a good sign for a show if we do not remember it at all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, what we do know and what we do remember is that the bull is a stellar performer. And they decided we're going to kickstart everything today with the bull. Liana, why don't you take us away on this one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you know, they always try to put their good performers first, especially they've been doing the wild cards always last now. So I figured like, okay, the Joker, je- the Jester, the Jester. Well, is it Jester or Joker? Jester. The Jester will it's be last. Jester. Yeah. Okay, well, I wrote Joker a bunch and then I got confused. Uh, oh yeah, so... God. The bull, uh, you know, that we go back to the clue package first. It talks about, so their, their clue packages also have been matching the theme week or whatever. So this was, if you could, I guess, talk about a time in your life or go back to a certain it was, time. Okay. In your life. So the main question presented at the start of every single clue package was if you could go back in time, where would you go in your oh, life okay. specifically? Okay. Cause they talked about like, I'll go back to this time in my life. Right. Okay. Some of those I got, some of those I did not. Um, the, cause I felt like he just talked about the time when he made a risky move, like career move or whatever, when his life turned upside down, he moved to a new place. He was living in the apartment with cockroaches, all of like that kind of thing. Um, and then some of the visual clues I saw the pile of nails, picture of Hall and Oates, the theater masks, and then he had the Bolin Rouge like Moulin Rouge kind of background, which then got me excited about the song. I thought it was going to be something from the Moulin Rouge soundtrack. It was not. It was Bob Dylan, which was fine. But I was hoping for uh, something from Moulin Rouge. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I didn't get much out of the clue package outside of what you've already mentioned. Oh, actually, you know what? Like Fresh Prince, my life was turned upside down. I don't think there's a clue to anything, but I love when the Fresh Prince gets referenced. So I love mm-hmm. that. Um. And then they did have a little segment where it's like rumor around set is I ask the most questions. I'm very nosy. I go to the oh, bathroom yeah, yeah. to try and catch people. I was like, why is this in the clue package? This is not no info here, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So for me from the clue package, I'm still stuck on the whole Todrick Hall of it all. Hall of I mean, it all. Hall of notes. Hall and Oates, Todrick Hall, Hall and Oates. Yeah, exactly. That was, I thought of for that. The Pile of Nails, he has, um, his like, his most recent single, I think it's his most recent single was Nails, Hair, Hips, Heels, which it's the one that, have you ever gotten a Samsung commercial on TikTok? No. I mean, I don't watch the commercials. I skip them. Yeah, I know, but like, uh, you, uh, he had a, he had a, an ad for Samsung. It was for a Samsung phone. And I can't remember. They did like, uh, hold on. Let me see if I can find it. Cause, oh yes, flip, fold, snap, clack. It was the Samsung version <laughs> <laughs> of that song. Nails, hairs, hips, heels. Anyway, whatever. They, the only reason I'm mentioning it is because they turned comments off for that ad, which normally they don't turn comments off. So I'm like just very curious what the comments were. Fine, whatever. Those are kind of the main things that I pulled out. And then I was just, I'm just like so convinced. All I hear, even through the voice modulation, is Todrick Hall. So I'm just like convinced it's Todrick Hall and nobody can convince me otherwise at this point. That's fine. I I mean, I, like many people in the Big Brother community, do not have much knowledge on Todrick Hall <laughs> outside of him being the most coveted Airbnb runner yeah. <laughs> for the stars of Big Brother. But what I can tell based on my acquaintance with the bull this season Mm -hmm. is that the bull can do no wrong. It feels like I loved everything about this performance. I love that the bull starts off like laying down on, I wrote psych seat 
in my thing, like, you know, a, a therapy mm-hmm. seat where you, mm-hmm. you lean back and you just stare up. It was one of those. And then there was like a rose, um, not foyer. What is that thing? Like the hoop dome thing? What do you call that? Like, you know, the people walk hoop- through it in a marriage. Like the arch? Yes. Thank you. The rose arch, I did like, it was very simple. It was, it was, it was like all red, basically. Rose arch. There was uh-huh. a pattern, like a petal of rose patterns on the floor. By the end of the song, there were rose petals raining from the sky. It was mm-hmm. one note in the roses, but it fit the song and it fit the voice. And Bull has range. Bull has range. All, and it was all falsetto. I mean, is anyone going to beat the Bull, Liana, from Group A? I'm telling you, I just feel so strongly about the Bull. I, 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 I am failing to, I, I, the skunk maybe would be the next person I would pick. No, I think Pepper. You think so? I mean, we've been talking, we've been debating this, um, amongst ourselves back and forth on the podcast, but yeah, I, I think the pepper is better than the skunk overall. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I just feel like the bull is such a front runner for this group. And when he talks about, yeah, I want to be the one, but then, the freaking seahorse is like that's been so traumatic for oh me. I was God. convinced You're still she was on going- the seahorse. <laughs> I was convinced she was going to the end, and she didn't. <laughs> so yeah, that was anyway, robbery. yeah, that was that was like that was so wild. But you never know what can happen in the world of the mass singer. At this moment, though, I feel like the bull is probably the one to to beat. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I don't, and I really don't think it's close. So we'll mm-hmm. have to wait and see. Maybe, hey, maybe the beach ball will be like the the wild card that none of us saw coming. Actually, you know what? Let's That's can we talk about the beach though. ball real quick? Okay. The beach ball has two faces. Did we know that? We I didn't know that. Oh, that's what they were showing. I don't know. That thing's so creepy. yeah. I think it's got to be the a beach gimmick. ball. Be two people. I don't know. It's it's two people. They put Nick Cannon back in it. Like I don't know. It's got to be. It's got to be a gimmick. It's got to be. Like you think gimmick in that it's a one and done. Like they'll get eliminated yeah. in their first episode. Yeah, I think That's so. An interesting prediction. I think so. Okay. I think it's going to be like Kermit the Frog style. Don't diss Kermit the Frog like that. It's not an insult to Kermit the Frog. Lil Wayne, Busta Rhymes, to uh, you know, like. Artists that are top tier, according to most people. <laughs> Lil Wayne, Busta Rhymes, Kermit the Frog, best rappers all out the there in the game. <laughs> Effectively the, the same. Sarah Palin, all to- top tier rappers. Oh my so, God. Remember when that happened? Well, they did a flashback to it in this episode, and I had to say the exact same thing you said now. God, I remember when that happened. <laughs> <laughs> what a time. What a world. I know. That was the one time where I had friends who didn't watch The Mass Singer who were like, so this happened on the Mass Singer, and I was like, "Yeah, I know. It was wild. <laughs> Nothing's been I the talk same about since Mass that Singer moment." Week. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's okay. So then the clue packages—I mean, the clue packages—the final clue they give to the judges, like we've already alluded to, mm-hmm. was this weird, like time portal opens and the Men in Black come out of the time portal. Oh yeah, like, it looked like a Stargate. It sure, yeah, the, uh, a Stargate, I mean, sort of. yes. Uh, sort of like a Stargate, yeah. Yeah. 
I don't know sort what of. that means, but it's without cool. the like stones. You've never seen the TV show or the movie? Oh my god! Okay, no. so I was like a big nerd, right? I mean, I still am a big nerd. Was but, yeah, okay. Right, shut up! Thank shut up! Shut up! So Friday night, Friday night was Stargate SG One, oh, Stargate Atlantis, Friday Battlestar night. Galactica, all, all in a row. <laughs> Okay, so let me just tell you, things got pretty litty on Friday nights. Yeah, Liana would sit there sipping her decaf tea, watching Stargate and what was it, Babylon 9? No, Battlestar Galactica. The remake. The remake. Okay. Uh, yeah. So the Stargate looking thing, the clue was one of those old Mac computers, the colored ones. What type of computers did you have? Because did you have computers in your school growing up? Yes, we had we we had I've I've never been in a place where a Mac was like the main computer there. It was always some kind of Windows yeah. computer. Um, but we had, yeah, you know, the fat monitor the the um, simple case, the keyboards that were like gross looking because they had started turning away from the color white to like a beige, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like, oh my god, do you remember the the m- mice or the mouses that yeah. didn't have the scrolly in the middle? They had a third button in the middle, and uh-huh, they were chonky. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we had those. Yeah, the button ones. Yeah, so our the first computers that we had were the ones with the floppy, the 10-inch, or not the 10-inch, the 5-inch, not the small ones, not the 3-inch, the 5-inch, the like the true floppy ones, not the hard the hard guys, the floppy ones. Wait, you mean the floppy disk? Yeah, the floppy disks. The the square floppy. Have you ever used a floppy disk? Yeah, that's I'm literally telling you that. That that was the You're, first computer. I mean, all you said was it had a floppy disk slot. No, but yes, but it, that was what we, it, yes, but that's how we would do our typing was we had the floppy, the floppy drives and we would stick them in the floppy disks, but the big ones, my <laughs> the floppy dad, ones. <laughs> one summer, my dad enrolled us in like a computer class place uh-huh. where it was basically stuff you would learn in IT class, but with an emphasis on just like day to day stuff like emailing and typing. And I remember being taught how to type. And I thought it was so dumb, but obviously they're like, you know, you put your hands on all the keys and then you use these fingers for these keys. And mm-hmm. I never, I, I, I guess I never retained it. Cause I was only pointed out to this by you like a year ago that I type with two fingers only. Uh, yes. Uh, you're not like a, a look and peck kind of typer, but no. you have definitely a, unconventional typing method. Yeah. Don't we should do type shame we me. should do a speed we should do a speed test and see how fast we can type. Why? I'm very comfortable with the level of type speed I've got. Uh, what what do I need to fire up a fast te- email for, you know? I'll email like 2 <laughs> seconds later than everyone else. That's fine. Yeah, I don't know. I'm really happy that I took I took like proper typing in high school. I mean, I did. A, and and that was they put a black cover over the keyboard and you couldn't look at it. And you had to type without being able to look. Why? It was annoying at the time because now I can type without having to look at the keys. It's super useful. But. Useful where? When have you used this typing? Oh my god, literally every day at work. Like I'm typing something that I'm looking for my notes that I wrote out or I'm like looking at something else and I'm typing. It happens all the time. Yeah, not looking at the keyboard I get, but speed typing. Yeah, speed typing also. 
Yeah, it's yeah, in between you your your Babylon Nine and Battlestar Galactica <laughs> watches. You would just fire up the old Word doc and type to yourself for nothing. How do you think I managed to watch three hours of television on a Friday night? It's because I worked my butt off during the day and I speed typed my way through all my work. <laughs> you don't understand. I got to get through this book report because I got to watch Battlestar Galactica tonight. It has to happen. <laughs> I, I think part of it too is like my brain just moves. I, I like, I just need to get thoughts out. Sometimes I just speak them out loud. Anyway, whatever. Not important. Okay. So back to the computer. Those, the ones that have the colors on the back, those Mac computers with the colors on the back, I have literally mm. never, they had the little round, the ones the mice they were round. So cool. I wanted one so bad. Same. And the rich school had computer, like computer lab with those computers. And I really, really wanted them. And so this showing up, I was like, Oh my God, I still want one. It would be horrible to use. I'd be so annoyed, but I, I just, there's something so nostalgic about that aesthetic because that was like the new hotness of computers, mm-hmm. you know? And anyway. You uh, watched, um, you've watched Legally Blonde, right? Yeah. She has one, right? Yeah. You know, when she buys like the orange laptop, I was like, yo, yes. that laptop looks so cool. Yeah. I always wanted a non regular looking laptop and I never got to have one and I'm fine with it now. I don't like the laptop. Oh, okay. I was going to say we could still get you one. We're adults now. (laughs) We have access to what you call adult money. money. (laughs) Sort of. (laughs) Yeah, I guess we could. Why do Uh, we need that? You know, it's, it's not, it's yeah. Okay. We're we're losing the plot. Okay. Well, the bull did say rent free. So maybe if we could get some free Rent, then we can oh, buy, buy the. Oh, we can call our landlord. I mean, like, listen, we have the iMac now, so technically we live so, here rent free, and you can't do anything. Right. Oh, which, by the way, to tie it back to Todrick, he has a song called, song called "Rent," which is, I assume, the tie-in. There. Oh, so, yeah. okay. Anything could be a tie-in. All right. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Well, yeah. Let's move right along then uh, and talk about Pepper, who I think honestly is the runner-up of this group at the moment. But Pepper's clue package, Pepper mentions that she would like to go back to uh, when they first hit it big, 
They were suddenly pulled in a million directions, interviews, award shows, but like you couldn't, you didn't prioritize what was right. And then they talked about, you know, you don't think about what's now, you think about what's next. And they basically wanted to go back then and I guess like fix the pattern or whatever. Mm -hmm. But then they talked about always believe in an accent and uh, always believe in magic. Sorry. And they said it with an accent. (laughs) It's like, what? Did you Always miss the part yeah. in an accent. With an accent. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So this, I felt like there weren't a lot of visual clues to this. It felt like it was really all about the story. I guess the awards was kind of part of it. So it seems like someone who kind of reached the height of their career and, you know, got all these awards, whatever. Um, I would say that my favorite thing to the always believe in magic, I'm a bit of a wizard, was Robin being like, someone from Harry Potter. <laughs> Okay. So basic. So basic. I loved it. I mean, but then here's me, like with terrible guesses. So really, I can't fault him. I'd be like, sure, Emma Watson, let's do this. Do you think Gen Z is about Harry Potter? Like, not like obviously not J.K. Rowling because no one is about J.K. Rowling. But Mm -hmm. like, do you think because like the last movie came out what 2010 or 11? So 10 was 10. I remember that. No, actually, it was 11. Never mind. That don't matter. But I was trying to figure out. Is that like a good barometer of, of someone quote showing their age? If you're into Harry Potter, you must be millennial or older. I'm trying to think of all those millennial. I, the thing is, is that we, you, you know, we are not the correct as millennials. We're not the right people to ask about this. Like we grew up with Harry Potter. So yeah. I, I think we need to, we need a Gen Z correspondent to tell us what the kids are saying these days about Harry Potter. Cause I will say all the memes that I see making fun of millennials are like, Oh, that's such a Hufflepuff move. You know, like they're the ones that are talking about the houses, like are sorted into houses and stuff. So <laughs> we're the worst. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so Slytherin. <laughs> oh my God. I know classic Ravenclaw, <laughs> but I can't, I can't, yeah. I can't know for sure. Okay. So then if, if you're a Gen Z listener, that correspondent, that could be you. Let us know. Let us know. Are we, <laughs> Oh, are we onto something here? Or are you also a Harry Potter fan? And you're also like, no, that doesn't apply. Also, can I say, mm-hmm. talking about the listener, shout out to Liv, our listener who infiltrated the Mass Singer Discord since we couldn't do it because we didn't want to get spoiled on anything. Shout out to Liv who went in there and plugged the podcast. When I asked Liv, hey, what did they say? Liv mentioned that they said, oh, I love Rob. I didn't know they were doing a Mass Singer podcast. So Hey, thank you, Liv. And hey, new listeners who found us through the Discord, thank you so much for being here. Appreciate you. And I hope yeah. you enjoyed the um Battlestar Galactica podcast yeah. with a side of Mass Singer in it. I was going to say apologies for all the flash drive talk. We promise we're not normally talking about floppy drives all the time. No, we're not. It's a floppy disk. I guess the drive. Okay, Whatever. No, I don't know. All right. I don't remember. Oh, well, we're back to the pepper. Okay. We're back to the pepper. I do think that the main clue you've already alluded to the whole award thing was supposed to make us realize maybe this is someone who's won an award before. So that's the direction you take with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think for sure. I think it's someone who's won an award before. I mean, you know, it looked like a bunch of karate trophies. So I can't know for sure. <laughs> like exactly what it was for is the, you know, is this a. Uh, I think for sure they're a recording artist. So does this mean Grammys? Does this mean, you know, Teen Choice Awards or whatever? I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, I think it's someone who maybe in the height of their career won a bunch of awards. Cause I think what was your theory? 
was my th- well, like on who it is. Yeah. Um, I think it's Natasha Bedingfield. Hmm. Right. Yeah. So she's somebody who like could fall under that category. Did she win any awards? Oof. Um. Great question. I don't know, but based on the 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 guesses that the judges put in, they're thinking of the same era, right? They they mentioned mm-hmm. Pink. Um. They mentioned Natalia, uh, Natalie, and Bruglia. So mm-hmm. it's about yeah, what the a same. Bad, ugh, pink guess was so bad. That's so not pink. Anyway, because it doesn't sound like pink. Yeah, it doesn't sound like her. Unless again, the whole disguising your voice kind of thing, which we've talked about before, but still, I just, I stood that. I, I very, I would be shocked if that was being. Okay. Well, and obviously it's someone from Harry Potter. Oh, <laughs> exactly. Yes. Emma, Emma Watson. Come Emma on. Watson. And then, yeah, we get the, as you mentioned earlier, the throwback song from what, 2018? <laughs> Yeah, No Tears Left to Cry by Ariana Grande is a big throwback already, somehow. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, Uh, okay, I actually, you know what, can you please go first, your thoughts on her performance? Because I'm curious to know what you thought. Yeah, so I actually really dug this performance by Pepper. Um, I thought the, the Pepper dancers were pretty cool looking. There was like, they were on like stages, so they were a little bit higher up than the Pepper um, there were fireworks in the performance. I love a good razzle dazzle and I felt the razzle dazzle presence here. I thought the pepper did good crowd work where like the pepper went around and like looked at the crowd and engaged with them. So I did appreciate that. I don't think it was the, it was like the best vocal performance of the night mm-hmm. by any stretch of the imagination. I actually feel there were moments where I'm like, Hmm, maybe this isn't for you. Like this song choice, but I thought it was a very fun. I thought the intro vocals were great. I think it kind of got lost in the middle, but. I stand with what I say. I think the the pepper has range as well. And I think it could come down to the song choice because I thought this was a poorer song choice, but I feel like the pepper is going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I think overall then we're pretty much on the same page. Cause I actually felt similarly that I felt, I, I felt like the, the song choice was maybe not the best for her. And I think also because I have Ariana's version just sort of ingrained in my brain that it was, it was kind of a situation where, because I just know that song so well. And you keep doing that. You keep judging people on the originals. I know, but I think combine that with what you said, there was like a little shaky in certain parts, Mm -hmm. but I appreciate her for, you know, trying something maybe a little bit outside of her comfort zone, especially if it is Natasha Bedingfield. Like this is not necessarily her style. And I did like the fireworks. The they use the fluffy arm things again for the backup dancers. Um, Which I like. I like yeah, the fluffy I like arm them. things. Yeah, I think those are fun. <laughs> but uh, yeah, she's good. She's good. I think really truly it does it's gonna end up coming down to song choice, I think. I agree. I agree. And again, I think that um Song Trish just does so much and we'll talk about it with the skunk, but it really could put you in because it's very clear. Some of these performers will try and get some range in there. Oh, like, look, I can do a little rapping or look, I can do, I can do a serious ballad. They really try and play with it. And sometimes on the wrong night, that could be what punishes you, which we don't want. I'm not going to lie to you. I thought because they showed after the yep. peppers, they showed the video <laughs> from Courtney Cox and I was like, Oh my God, are we really losing the pepper here? And the hamster makes it another week. And then the hamster has a decent performance. I was like, Oh no, the pepper. I genuinely, I was convinced expecting it. 
convinced the pepper was going. So it was actually, I'm, I'm happy to see what she's able to do next week. But that video, man, a good on them for doing it differently because I'm so uh, happy they broke the streak because same. if oh, the same. pepper had gone, I would have been like, what am I supposed to watch with one eye open? And when I see a video, I close my eyes. Like I'm going to know who it is. That's going to suck. So, <laughs> exactly. Just pretend like you don't know. <laughs> right. I'm very happy. Very, very happy that they didn't decide to um give us a boot here. So, the time machine portal opens again, Battlestar Galactica, and then out comes an iPod from 2001. And it's like the, the chonky, like the iPod video. I, I had that and I love this iPod, Liana. It, to this day, it might be my favorite thing I've ever bought or gotten. Aww, I got it from my so dad. Cute. Yeah. That's so sweet. Yeah. yeah. I had, um, I had an iPod mini, a pink one. Mm. The, but I had, I had the first one, the like chonky one. I see. It was yeah. light pink, not the, the deep pink because mm-hmm. that was, that one was skinnier. No, I had the like chonk, the chonker. Oh yeah, my God. Like I remember. Was... Oh, I'm having so many memories because I had a running band that like fit that chonky guy. And then mm-hmm. when that one broke, I got the smaller one, the like deep pink one. Mm-hmm. And it didn't fit and I had to get a new band and I was sad, but also it was so much easier <laughs> because it was so heavy and like running with that on your arm was really hard. You're getting two workouts when you're doing that. <laughs> I know. Seriously. I like got to swap what arm it's on just to even them out. Yeah. Cause we got into the iPod game like a couple gens later, my sister and I. So I ended up getting the iPod video and then my mm-hmm. sister got the lime green iPod nano. Okay. Um, yeah. Which I believe was the, the one you're, you're referring to. And I, I, I learned how to put shows on my iPod and I had pris- all of Prison Break on there. It was such a good time, man. All of How I Met Your Mother on there and like obviously music. And like I had so much, my iPod, I haven't, then after that iPod fell in the toilet. So like I, it died. Oh, ew, very sad. Ew. It was not like a used toilet. Oh, okay. Don't you. Uh, sorry. I'm mean, sorry. It's ill, but like, don't speak ill of the deceased iPod. That's so. Do they rude. still make iPods? Yes, I'm pretty sure they still do. I don't yeah, know you know, it, my, no, my dad, my dad, my dad is the one buying them because he had to, no, because it, yes, because at least in the last like what maybe year or two, he had to buy a new iPod. So yeah, you can get an iPod Touch that has 256 gigs of storage for one, starting at 199. Yeah. All right. Do you want one? You want to relive the glory? No, because I have an iPod Touch. I have after that iPod, I bought an iPod Touch and I still have it. It's somewhere in this apartment right now. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> yeah. And I have a charger for it again, somewhere in this apartment right now. And it was, you know, it was a good, it was, it was good. And I kept it because every now and then when I fire it up, all my songs are still on there. And, you know, it's a good nostalgia trip to find out. Okay. Oh yeah. What was I listening to? And I used to have like, discographies of people obviously now we're both spotify users so it's a lot more curated and i have specific songs that are saved in a playlist because i you know download like uh memory space on a phone is different but oh sorry 199 is for the 32 gig model so that's nothing okay so as as in exciting as this is I want to mention, as soon as I saw the iPod, I was like, all right, got to do, got to do a quick little, little, little Google search. Apparently, Natasha Bedingfield signed a six figure deal to be the face of Apple's mini iPod. What? Right. So, and then I found another article that said 
Apple looked for um, someone to be the new ambassador for the mini iPod. It's mainly aimed at young girls. So Natasha is perfect. Well, there you go. That's a good, that's a damning clue, if anything. Yeah. So I'm feeling saying. good about this one. I'm feeling good about mm-hmm. this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's possible. Yeah. Very possible. So then the judges' guesses were pink was Jenny's, um, Adina Menzel was Ken's, and then Ellie Golding was Nicole's. Is Ellie Golding too famous to be on The Masked Singer? I thought she was the wrong era. She was a little she bit later, like right? The t- yeah, she was closer to like the later aughts slash like early tens, in my opinion. Right. Cause I think her first, yeah, her first album was what, like 20, 2009, 2010. So I was thinking maybe someone a little bit earlier than that. What's so the song? even if it's not, if it's not Natasha Bedingfield, I definitely think it's someone in that, that like mm-hmm. more the, the aughts as we learned from Ken. Thank you, Ken. More in the aughts where I feel like she's in the whatever comes after the aughts. I prefer saying the 2000s still. Is that weird? No, I don't think it's weird. Okay, I don't like the aughts. I ought not I, speak of it. Okay, but like the 2000s, what do you call 2010 to, or yeah, what do you call the 2010 to? The 10s, the 20s, the 30s. We're oh gonna my God. Oh, really? Wow. Okay. Yeah, because then I think then you're like the 1930s, like, you know, because they're the older 30s, not the current 30s. They get, they become the 1930s instead of the oh. 30s. Okay. So, okay. All right. All right. Okay? I need to start. That's like terrifying. All right. I, I don't know why it's terrifying. I need to start mentally preparing for us to live through the twenties. Ooh, the, the 20s. roaring twenties. The, the Rona twenties right now. So. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Oof. Um, what's the, okay, real quick. And I don't mean to go off topic, but when you think of Ellie Golding, what's the first song you think of? Go. Lights. Is that that song? Was she? T- was she? Wh- which one's lights? Um, falling, uh, falling, something. What? Yeah, remember that that one song? Calling, <laughs> not falling. Calling, calling. Like, that lights, one. Lights, lights, lights. Was she also titanium? No, who was titanium? Um, no, Titanium. Um, it's a David Guetta song featuring. Oh, that's Sia. That's Sia. Never mind. Yeah. 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 But no, okay. that. Okay. All right. Cool. Great. Great segue over to the skunk. <laughs> Liana, take it away. Let me talk about something that doesn't smell. Yeah. So again, the, the skunk, I will say the skunk, uh, she understood the assignment. Uh huh. She was the one who knew it was like, I'm going to go back in time and fix this thing. Like, that's what I thought the prompt was. Skunk, I think, got it right. I guess, I guess Pepper did it too, because she was like, I would appreciate the, the moments, but fine, whatever. So the skunk talks about in her clue package, she would have the opportunity to fix one of her biggest regrets because pride stopped her from saying hello to a loved one, but she would never get the chance to see them again. So if she could go back and change that, she would give them a hug, but. Unfortunately, she can't do that. So she just has to keep moving forward. And so she chooses to perform a song that celebrates love and reminds her to live in the present. Permission to jump to the judges guesses real quick for the skunk. Yeah. I really liked Robin's theory of Faith Evans. I thought he fit it together perfectly. Okay, this is what, but also, this is what I've been saying that I thought it was someone, someone like a Tony Braxton. So like Faith Evans or Mary J. Blige or someone kind of like in that genre. And I think Faith Evans is a bang on guest. And his theory also, like you were saying with the clues, I'm Mm -hmm. like, if I had to pick somebody, 
now. I actually probably feel more confident that this is Faith Evans than I do about Natasha Bedingfield. That's fair. That's very fair. Because I'm, what's it called? I mean, with Natasha, you brought up this iPod thing that now I'm like, ooh, that makes sense. But even then, I'm still going off the hunch and I'm still, I'm primarily on Natasha for that TikTok clue from last week Mm -hmm. where, well, two weeks ago, where it was like, it was a viral sensation overnight. I was like, I remember that song banging on TikTok. So that's really what's tying me there. But Mm -hmm. this explanation from Robin, there was such through line. Such persistence. Never before have I felt educated by someone who was dressed as dumb as Robin Thicke. Mm-hmm. Well, at least you took the glasses off, right? So it can make you feel a little bit better. Just a tad bit better. Mm-hmm. So do you know the song that the skunk performed? Okay. Yes, I know it because Missy Elliott has, I don't know what you want to call it. Um, a, like a sample? Like a... Uh, I guess it's like a sample on Sierra's song One Two Step. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got like she's got her uh her verse or whatever. And the the lyrics from the original song are I'm less than five foot one, a hundred pounds of fun. And then in Missy Elliott's version, because I'm five foot two, I want to dance with you. Like the, oh, there's, like a, a, there's a whole reference. line. Yeah. There's like four lines that are essentially the same. So the original lyrics are, I'm less than five foot one, a hundred pounds of fun. I like sophisticated funk. I live on Dom Perignon, caver, uh, caviar, filet mignon. And you can best believe that's bunk. And then Missy Elliott's is because I'm five foot two. I want to dance with you and I'm sophisticated fun. I eat filet mignon and I'm nice and young. Best believe I'm number one. So. I knew it because of that, like that it was sampled because of that. But that is literally the only reason why. I love Missy Elliott. Have I said that before? Yeah. Oh, my God. Sam. Yeah. She's on my iPod for sure. 100%. Mm-hmm. So this song I thought was good. I liked it a lot. Um, the The dancers' faces were fine. Like the skunk masks were fine. Now, where I had issue and maybe it just wasn't for me. I did not like the motif of this performance. I did not like the patterns in the background. I thought that was doing too much. Was, mm-hmm. There were all like different patterns, different colors, and the colors kept shifting. I was like, this is an assault on my eyes. There's so much going on. But I thought the tune was upbeat, and I liked the skunk switching it up and going more upbeat. Um, and I love that the um, the song had like an old school vibe rap to it that the skunk nailed. Mm-hmm. Um so the, the rap, I, did, I definitely noticed there. And also the dancers had these like one, like every dancer had one eyeball on like their skirt and it looked strange. Mm-hmm. I mean, the other, the backup dancers in the jumpsuits also had eyeballs on the back of their Yeah, what is outfits. that? It's the 80s, baby. That was like, so this whole theme was like all 80s. And because the song is what, 1980, 1980, 1981. So that's mm-hmm. like for sure the vibe that they were going for. And so that's why you get this like max headroom kind of background. You get the, you know, the random eye, you get the checker patterns, like very Devo. So I think like that's kind of what they were going for. Like that's the aesthetic. Okay. So then let's remove my critique of it out the picture because I definitely did not. Um, I consumed zero 80s content in my life. <laughs> Pretty much for the most part. So as someone who has consumed 80s content, a.k.a. you, was it good? Yeah, I had a lot of fun. And this is the moment where I was like, ooh, I like this better than I like the peppers. So this is where if I'm doing a power ranking, 
I'm putting like it's bull skunk. And honestly, I really liked this. So I could put the skunk above the bull for this particular go round. Um, but yeah, for sure. They're my top two. And then it's like, then it's the other two. So that's fair. I, honestly, I thought on the night I would give the skunk second over. I would give the skunk over pepper as well on the night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So after this, we have the judges new clue they get, which is a pager from 1984. And then the pager has the digit 607 on it, which they clue together is I miss you. Yeah, right. And then that's where Robin has his whole, let me put the clues together moment, which again, I co-sign what he's saying. I Do you think, because let's say that, let's say Faith Evans is on the money, right? Let's say that this guess is 10 out of 10 accurate and Robin's figured it out. Do you think there's a world where Robin presses that buzzer? No, I don't think so. I he just doesn't come across to me as someone who would do something like that. I think he would Who's be more getting conservative. Buzzard? I don't know, but I think it's ice cream <laughs> and I think that it's Jenny who pushes the button. Ice cream? Yeah, ice cream split. Sunday split. I banana, banana split. split. <laughs> ice cream split. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you knew what I was talking about. Context clues. That's that's my per that's my personal thought. If it is Faith Evans, I have a request for her. Can she get the song Hope put back on Spotify? Because I know it's not her song, it's Twista, whose actual song it is, and she's just featured on it, but it got taken off, or maybe there's a different version now, but it got taken off of my playlist that I created and I'm kind of upset about it. Yeah, so it's I have a very Spotify. Where s- sometimes it's like I'll have a song on my playlist. And I'm scrolling through my playlist to like pick a song and there's a song that's like grayed out, but it's yes. there, but I can't yes. click it. And it's like, that's exact. Yes. Just tell me why it's gone. At least tell give me, me a why. reason. It ain't nothing but a heartbreak. Booyah. It really is ain't nothing but a heartbreak. It's all heartbreak. I hate it. I hate it. Uh, yeah. Let me, I need to take a look, but yeah, the last time I checked, it wasn't on there and I'm sad. I can see why that's grounds for sadness right there. <laughs> yeah. You know what isn't grounds for sadness? The departure of this next performer, a.k.a. Bye-bye, Hamster. You're gone now. Ha, ha, ha. He, he, he. Hamster pulls up to the stage, okay? And Hamster talks about if they wanted to go back in time, there was this time where they went to this thing, and all the stars were there. Leo was there. Jerry Seinfeld was there. But most importantly, Louis Miguel was there. And Mm -hmm. Louis Miguel impressed his wife and that's the only time she's been impressed with anything he's done in his life is meeting louis miguel and now he's going to do a song for his wife and he's going to clearly sing a louis miguel song mm-hmm. yeah so uh okay i don't have anything else i think to add i don't know if the 30th of november that was the date that was on the calendar i don't know if that's important honestly i kind of didn't really care because as i mean obviously the hamster gets unmasked but so then also uh-huh the 30th wasn't the thing of note the thing of note was that it was a saturday oh saturday night live oh okay Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, that fits. And then also his, I did some, you know, little, little light Google and Rob Schneider's had three wives, but his most recent wife is Mexican. And, uh, that fits with the clues. So 
Ta-da. All right. <laughs> Ta-da, indeed. I did it. <laughs> so I was like you, where listening to this performance, I thought, oh, this is not a bad showing for Hamster. Hamster could steal yes. a slot to the semifinals. It made me very worried. That's what I, I'm, I'm, that's legitimately what I thought was going to happen. I was convinced that Pepper was going home and that we were going to see the hamster move forward because, I mean, we've seen him sing in the, some of the movies that we've watched in going through the Kevin James movie catalog. So he, like, you would see him sing. Yeah. When he's at the, mm -hmm, yep. In grownups, when they're at the, the funeral for the basketball coach. Sorry. Spoiler alert. It happens early in the movie, so no one's watching this movie. No. We're fine. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so I and we, I mean, he can obviously carry a tune. So when he did the Louis Miguel song, I was like, oh, okay, maybe he is gonna stay. Well, and this was this has been only the second time I believe in the history of the Masked Singer where a non English song was performed because right? they highlighted that when Queen of Hearts sang the French song. So mm -hmm. I thought, okay, so it's a different language. It's you're carrying the tune. Maybe you have something here. I was doing a watch party of this in my discord and um, the same person who plugged us in the mass singer discord live was there and live was like, this is not a good accent that they're putting mm -hmm. on for the song. And I thought, Oh, I would have never, you know, to the untrained ear. I was like, Oh, this is mm -hmm. great. But live was like, no, 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 no. The accent's off. So I was like, okay, interesting. I didn't realize till the end of the performance because like there's a little like there's a second hamster dancer there with the hamster and they're like fighting over this bag and then the performance ends with the hamster the main hamster stealing the bag and the mm -hmm. bag just said nuts on it so it was a bag of nuts and i didn't realize that until the end yeah that well because you couldn't see the label right until the end i think was mm -hmm. kind of the whole the whole gimmick there but uh what did you yeah. think of the what did you think of the d's in the performance no. You no. thought no? I I had no th I had no thoughts you about sure? that particular subject. Yes, that is correct. Okay. Oh man. Okay. So tell us about the judges uh clue they got, the portal clue. Well, I loved it when Robin said this is mass singer magic. Sorry, I just had to bring that up. I was like, what are you even talking about? Um, but yeah, so he said that. And then for the clue, I actually missed what the clue was. Uh, something about three amigos. It was a portable TV. Oh, okay. And then I missed that. They talk. Yeah. And then the, the verbal cue was that, you know, they were there on TV with their amigos. Okay. So, uh, so either SNL or. The whole Happy Madison bunch, right? I mean, because I mean, that yeah. was his first, the first clue package was hopping around from project to project with my friends, right? So it mm -hmm. all kind of fits that. Well, then, um, once again, get ready the mask guest jar for Martin Short getting mentioned once again. Another Martin Short one. The one, mm -hmm. I, I will say though, the, the guest that really like confused me. Was Nicole going all in on Gabriel Iglesias? I thought that was a big reach from, from Nicole. Yeah, that was kind of weird. It felt very much out of nowhere. I mean, I guess they've been talking about a comedian, but it was like, I'm sorry. Did it like, did I hear, did I hear Spanish? Like, uh, wait, uh -huh. that's the thing. It was like, Oh, wait. Um, you know who goes by fluffy and the costume is fluffy, fluffy plus fluffy equals fluffy. It's, it's Gabriel Iglesias. And I thought that's a weird. 
Like, I expect better from you. Say fluffy one more time. Fluffy. Fluffy? Fluffy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, come on come on. I, uh, the thing is, is we know that they give a bunch of guesses. So this might have been the one mm-hmm. that they decided to stick with. But it's fine. We'll move on. Yeah. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. All right, so we may be at points, you know, thinking to ourselves, are we clowns? Are we clowns for for following this show for six seasons and talking about it weekly like it's a serious thing? Probably not because we have a good time. But, you know, who is a clown? The wild card performer, ladies and gentlemen. Here comes the jester. And the jester has now, in my opinion, taken the spot of nightmare fuel that the baby left behind. It's terrifying. The face is especially terrifying, which I didn't really notice because the costume is very massive and it, you know, he takes up a lot of space. Like just he's got all those points sticking out. So it feels like very like a very massive costume. But then once it was the clue package and we saw the close up of the face, like the mask. Yeah, that thing's terrifying. And the whole clue package was you know, I, I've i been called a scoundrel. I've been called an icon, change the course of history, hundreds, hundred most influential people, which is a crazy, but then also talks about the whole thing of like, oh, I've offended heads of state, banned from venues, not a bad guy. I just want to show the world that I'm lovable and I just want to make you laugh. That costume does not make me laugh. That costume makes it's me think lovable. that you have offended heads of state and I would ban <laughs> you from my venue. So the costume in and of itself, you know, not exactly cuddle, cuddy lovable like the hamster, for example, but it definitely makes a statement. Yeah, I mean, it definitely is scary. Now, here's the problem with what you did to me last week. I was on package watch this week because Same. I was like, if if the package was so like grotesque, then and they like had to edit it. Let me try and find it. I didn't see. Why are you laughing? <laughs> That's the point. And also it wasn't grotesque. It was just too noticeable. So they had to change it. So it was less noticeable. So I think that's the whole point of like why even when you're on active crotch watch, you might not see it because they specifically changed the costume so that it would not be as noticeable. Yeah, I definitely did not notice anything wrong with the with the package. So package Mm -hmm. was fine. Everything was fine. Fine package delivered on time. Well, I was very confused um, by the jester because then the jester starts performing and performs schools out by Alice Cooper. And it was not anything that I imagined was about to happen, but we pretty much got like a fully fledged rock performance out of the, the um, jester. Yeah. I 
am so torn on this contestant because part of me feels like this is an 80s rock god. Part of me also feels like this is a comedian and they are so different and I can't decide what aesthetic I want to go with. Like all I could think about was, you know, like kiss with the, their, you know, like outfits and that kind of stuff. But on the other hand, the clue package to me, red comedian, but I don't know why I have that fixated in my head. Well, that it's a comedian. I mean, it's a jester. So that makes sense. Also, oh. um, <laughs> Duh. Who, yeah, whoever this is, is on the list of 100 most influential people. And I think that's going to be an important thing for us to use when we're fact checking to see mm-hmm. if we potentially figure out who it is. Um, for me, it was the combination of being called an icon and then a scoundrel. So like you're someone who Ooh, is on the list of 100 most influential, but then also you're not, you know, beloved. By people, you're not on that list because you're like, oh my god! Like I feel like, for example, The Rock, I'm 100 sure is on the list of 100 most influential people at some point, but then also is universally beloved. So it's not someone in that vein. It's someone on the other side, a little controversial maybe. So for example, um, and I think one of the judges does mention Ricky Gervais, and Ricky Gervais is someone that I could see this being simply because Ricky Gervais is you know, pretty influential. He literally, you know, the office becomes a thing in the U S because he made the office in the UK. So that's like a thing. But then also if you've watched any of his golden globe hosting duties, he's, he's a bit of a dick to people unapologetically. So, so I, I could see someone in his, in his like pedigree or repertoire being behind the gesture mask. I don't think comedian is too far off. I actually, I'll tell you this. My vault mm-hmm. guest is a comedian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That was just, uh, and I, yeah, maybe it is because of the whole jester thing. But then after I heard the performance, it's like, Oh man, this could, this could be a singer, like someone who's known for singing. Mm, it could be someone who potentially is like a comedy person that can also sing, for example, like Tenacious D, right? Like Jack Black, he is a comedian person, but he's also a singer because he's got music accolades too, or capabilities as well. Uh, I guess it could be a Jack Black type, but this is 1000% not Jack Black. No, I didn't say that. I'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that no, no, type. But I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, no, I mean, I'm agreeing with you. I'm just saying that it's not like, I personally don't think it's like Jack Black specifically. Um, the thing with the whole, I got called a scoundrel. Isn't scoundrel like a British word? Well, the, there was an accent on the performer like the whole time. So I, I thought British came through before scoundrel, but scoundrel is 100% a British term. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I feel like it's someone from the British Isles potentially, but then I guess then that's where, but that still doesn't help the whole comedian thing of it all. I think Ricky Gervais is actually not because I know what he sounds like, but in terms of the context of the clues, I actually really like that guest. Um, I was, I didn't get the whole British thing at first when I first listened to it, but then on the, like watching it again, I was like, Oh yeah. Okay. I can see this. Cause I was thinking, yeah, maybe someone like, Louis C.K. or something like that. Is he like totally canceled or is he like back now? Who? Louis C.K. Oh, he's he's canceled. There's no world where Louis C.K. is on this show ever. Okay. He's like canceled, canceled. Because you know, sometimes people get canceled and then they like come back. Mm hmm. 
Yeah, no, he, I believe he's in the, in the canceled, like, depths. I don't think he's, he's back in any means, by any means. Um, okay, he Although was he's gonna... not British. Yeah, no, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, I know. What? He was just, I don't know, he was just someone that I thought of. I don't think it's him, necessarily, but. That was so, what I was thinking. can you give me some hints as to where you headed with your vault guess? I'm curious. It's in that it's in that same vein. So you also went with a comedian. I went with a comedian. Well, yes, at least originally known for being a comedian. Okay, can I ask a further question? <laughs> yes. Did your person get mentioned in the judges' deliberation? No, I don't think so. Who are the Who did the judges talk about? Uh, let's see. So the judges mentioned. Okay, I don't think I've written this down actually. Um, I did not write this down, but they did mention Ricky Gervais. They did mention, um, uh, what's it called? Russell Brand got mentioned in passing. No, no, I, no, I don't think so. I don't think now that I'm thinking about it, it's, it's not the correct guess. Like, let me just say that up front. It's not correct, but it is a guess that happens. Like my guess. I like my vaulted guess, but I also after listening to the performance, cause I wrote my vault guess before the performance, then after I realized I think I'm completely wrong. So it's fine. All right. Well, but I'm going to use it anyway. A surprise to all of us when the jester gets unmasked. I think the jester, I, I'm actually really curious to see what the jester is going to bring next week because I, I think they've got vocal chops and. Mm-hmm. This group of four, very curious to me. I'm, I'm really excited to see what's going to happen. Let's throw a prediction right now. Who's the next person? Who's going to get eliminated at the semifinals? Oh, I don't know. I mean, it's so hard because <laughs> only have the one from Jester. I would say Pepper or Jester. I would have to agree with you that the Jester is in the bottom two, but the mass singer has time and time again eliminated people who perform well at the semifinals. <laughs> True. And I feel like we have, outside of the bull, none of them are safe. I think the skunk could also get eliminated. Yes. I would not. But I, I feel the bull is going to be safe. I think the bull could, depending on how things go, lose in the semifinals. Or the one after the semifinals, the finals, I suppose. You know, that's usually how it works. So so that's kind of what I'm thinking. But otherwise, anybody else to me is up, up for elimination. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to wait and see here. Then next week, we're going to be going back to Group B. So next week, we're going to see Banana Split again, Mallard, Queen of Hearts, Caterpillar, and Beach Ball will debut as well. I'm so excited for Beach Ball. It's going to be so stupid. I can't wait. Very dumb. But then this episode ends with an unmasking, as they always do. And Hamster gets voted out. That's completely fine. We've made our bed with it. I want to quickly tell the audience the judges' guesses and then their moved guesses. So Robin Thicke went from Cheech to Cheech, did not move it, (laughs) Um, said it's Cheech. Okay, it's done. And then Jenny does switch it to Rob Schneider. So good for Jenny. Um, and she initially had Jason Alexander, as did Nicole, who then changed it to Gabriel Iglesias. And Ken John doesn't matter. So we're not going to talk about Ken John. Okay, so who is your ball guest? 
<laughs> you go first. No, mine's really bad. Well, let's start with you. Okay, fine. I said Kato Kalen. What? <laughs> I don't know. Why? Walk me through. Walk me through. Why? <laughs> okay. I think, I think the thing that stood out to me <laughs> was being with your friends. And I was like, he lived with OJ. <laughs> so, BFS. Yeah. Oh my God. I am telling you, these vault gases give me anxiety like none other because the clue package is happening. And I know that in a short few minutes, I am going to be required to produce a guest. And I need time to think. I'm so bad at the gut guesses. So bad. I'm typically not good at the gut guesses either, unless again, it's someone in like the hip hop scene in the 2000s, then I will nail it because mm-hmm. that's my specialty. But I got Rob Schneider, Liana. I get a point. I get a I'm point on the board. I'm proud of you. I'm proud Thank of you. you. Well, let uh, me tell you welcome. what happened. It's because we watched Grown Ups. It's 1000% because we watched grownups. Yes, that's exactly why that happened. No, but okay. So the whole friends with my friends thing happened and I immediately focused on my shortlist on the the Adam Sandler crew. Basically, Mm -hmm. that was my shortlist. I had two names and then after the performance ended, I dumped one of my names because going into the first performance, my first guess was Steve Buscemi. <laughs> I was like, I needed you on season two. You let me down. I'm on you again. But then the performance happened and I thought, not Steve Buscemi. And then before the judges could speak, I was like, is it Kevin James or is it Rob Schneider? And I thought, I'm not going to write down Kevin James just in case Liana wrote down Kevin James. <laughs> so I went with Rob Schneider. Oh, man. I would love it if Kevin James is on the show. I don't think he can sing, though. Do we know if he can sing? I don't know. And that's not stopped some performers in the past, Loki. I mean, really? Recently, though? it. I feel like it has. It's gotten better, right? We've passed the era of the White Tiger. Like, we look at the performers this season so far. We've had Dwight Howard, Vivica A. Fox, Tony Braxton, Tyga, Larry the Cable Guy. Ruth Pointer and Rob Schneider now mm-hmm. as the unmasked. I think all of them carried a tune somewhat. Yeah, exactly. I think they've, because every once in a while, when I go to Hulu to watch The Mass Singer, which by the way, it's technically listed as a comedy series, apparently, because that's what popped up when I searched for it today. It was like, mm-hmm. oh yes, yeah, so the comedy series, The Mass Singer. It's like, I mean, Okay, sure. Anyway, season one pops up first, and then I am Hmm. reminded of Terry Bradshaw doing the Imagine Dragons (laughs) song. And I was like, oh, yes. Do you remember the day when they just cast people on the show and they weren't necessarily the best singers? What a wild time that was. Like, that was so fun. So I don't think anything will ever bring us back to the glory of that first season when no one really knew what to expect. But I'm I'm okay with that. You look at last season and the only ones that weren't really singers or good were like the first four to go out, which were Kermit the Frog, Caitlyn Jenner, Danny Trejo, and Logan Paul. After that, everyone was a singer or like really good. 
in mm-hmm. that the rest were Mark McGrath, Bobby Brown, Tamara, Tyrese Gibson, Hanson, Omarion, Wiz, Jojo, and Nick Lachey. So what season was Bag on? Four. Bag. Oh God, we don't talk the giraffe. Yeah, the, the the robbery of the century with Buster Rhymes. That was season four. Yeah, that was season four. Yeah. I will never forgive the mass singer for getting Buster Rhymes out first ever. I think it's because everybody knew who it was, and that was the issue. I don't care. I know you don't care. Yeah. I'm sorry. So I forgive you. You didn't do anything. It's not your fault. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Liana, that's enough out of our mouths here. We're at the end of this episode. I checked. There's no episode name for next week, so I can't talk about the theme of next week. That's fine. Mm -hmm. But where can people find you and what else you have going on before this next episode happens? Okay. I'm looking at the... Sorry, not to, I will do my plugs, I swear. So I'm looking at the thing. It says October 25th, there's going to be an all-time countdown, and that's a Monday. Then episode seven is giving thanks, and that's on November 3rd. So not mm-hmm. next week, but the week after. What? Where'd that's you see this? Wikip- Wikipedia. That's what Wikipedia says. Then November 10th is the group A semifinals. So I think we're taking a week off. Or we're doing the all time or we're doing the all time countdown show. Hold on, let me go. I don't even know what that means. Monday, you're right. 8 p.m. Monday, there is an all time countdown episode. (gasps) Oh my god, do you think they're gonna go back to previous seasons and show performances, or do you think they're only gonna do it from this season? If they do this season, that's stupid. Like, there's not been enough performances. Go, go to the old ones. Bring the nostalgia. <gasps> time warp. Oh, up. how fun. That's a true time warp. So it looks like we're not going to get a, um, show because game two of the world series is happening on Wednesday. At yeah. 8 that's PM. what I figured. This is about baseball time when Fox decides to just, you know, every at baseball before I anything mean, else. Okay, I guess we have a week off next week, Leon. How exciting. Woo! Yeah, party. It's fall break for the mass singer. Yay. Yay. Okay, right. anyway, my plugs. So you can find me on social media at Liana RHAP on Twitter. I am doing the RHAP BNB with Mike Bloom. I'm super excited about this week. We have Asia who's gonna be on to talk. With us, we've got some really fun games planned. So that's going to be coming out recording on Saturday. I mean, I don't know whenever you're listening to this, but that's coming out. So if you're interested in some survivor coverage, also I would recommend last week's episode. We did a deep dive onto Heather coverage, which I will for sure now be talking about essentially every week because she was not on this episode. Sorry, spoiler alert. There was very little Heather content. Um, so yeah, uh, that's, that's about what I'm up to. Without giving it away, I will say I've gotten a sneak peek of what the game is on the BNB this week. I'm very excited to check it out when it drops. So yeah, definitely. I'm, cu- <laughs> I'm curious. Yeah. Well, I'll be tuning in for sure. Not that I don't usually anyway. I scheduled yeah. my listening in between my um, Battlestar Galactica and Starship Enterprise viewings. <laughs> no, Stargate. Stargate SG-1 or Stargate Atlantis. Okay, I'm sorry. I do apologize yeah, for my right. mistakes. Yeah. But which let me put it on record. I'm not shaming anyone who likes those shows. I'm not a cool person myself. Okay. Yeah, you so, don't want to yuck anybody's yum. Never. 
Never. You just want to tease me because you love me, right? That's where it comes from. Yes. Sure. No, that is where it comes from. Don't make oh, okay. it, don't trivialize it. Okay. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you can find me on Twitter at Puyaism. You can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Puya. I'm very much having a good time there. Come through, say hi. Would be appreciated. I had on Maggie Morgan with me this week on the 90 Day Fiance podcast. And Liana, this season has been getting better and better. I'm loving everything about it. It's been such a breath of fresh air. And I can't speak enough positives about it. And I can't wait to record my next one, even though we're not even at the weekend yet. And please, if you could leave a rating and review for this podcast, that would be much appreciated. You can do so on robberswebsite.com slash masked singer. That's M-A-S-K-E-D-S-I-N-G-E-R. We're 123 reviews right now. So if we can get that to 130, I would appreciate that. But either way, thank you so much for listening to us as always. Appreciate you. Well, while you're there leaving a review for us, you should also check out the wrestling wrap up. So if you do not know, RHAP has its very own wrestling wrap up where each week they essentially cover everything within the realm of pro wrestling. So it drops every weekend. It's in the reality TV wrap up feed. It's hosted by the fabulous Mari Forth and Matt Scott. And you know, I know a lot of people here, fans of reality TV, but pro wrestling and reality T, 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 reality TV have so much in cl- common, including memorable characters, whimsical outfits, over the top storylines and big moves. So pretty much exactly the same as the mass singer and wrestling fans and newcomers alike are welcome to give wrestling and this podcast a chance. Mari and Matt make it easy. They compile a playlist of wrestling clips each week and invite you to watch along and join them to recap. So if you're interested, listen to the wrestling wrap up again. It's in the reality TV wrap ups feed and uh, join Matt and Mari on a journey through the wild, whimsical, wonderful world of professional wrestling. All right. So that brings us to the end of this podcast. We hope you had a good time. Take care. Have a good one. And we'll unmask you next week. Oh, sorry. Not even next week. We'll unmask you in two weeks two because weeks. we have the week off. Who would have thought? Okay. All right. Happy baseball for those of you who observe. And for the rest (laughs) of you, happy week off. Take care. Have a good one. Bye. Who's under there? I wonder. I want to know what I can't see. Who's under there? I want to talk about this and the same Who's under there? I wonder. I want to know what I can't see. Who's under there? I want to talk about this and Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.